1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we return to domestic football After the international break The Philippe Clement era at Rangers Gets underway with the visit of Hibs Celtic will have the chance to respond tomorrow When they head to the capital to take on Hearts And the weather has ripped the fixture card apart With Kilmarnock against Livingston The only other top flight game to go ahead I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me in the dry warm studio Is Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh
2: Evans. Storm Babette has Butchered The SPFL card But The big game in Glasgow Has beaten the weather Partick Thistle Versus Dundee United Goes ahead At Firhill Alright Alright I know But with respect To Chris Dillon And to Jim Goodwin All eyes Focused on Ibrox Philippe Clamont has done more press conferences this week than some teams have points so far this season. But today, no more talk. It's all about what Hibs do against Rangers and, more importantly for Philippe Clamont, what Rangers do against Hibs. A fascinating afternoon. Rangers can reduce Celtics' lead at the top prior to Brendan Rodgers' team playing against Hearts tomorrow. Always a shame, Gordon, when so many games get called off across the country.
3: But for the two Premiership games we've got in store, well, a lot to look forward to. Philip Clamont, obviously, in the door. It'll be interesting to see how this Rangers team play and his first selection. And down at Rugby Park, well, for Derek McInnes, it's an opportunity for him to get his season back on track after such a promising start. He finds himself languishing in ninth place. He'll be looking for a victory against Livingston. And rightly... What Hugh says Big game And the championship Partick Thistle v Dundee United
4: Yeah All eyes uh, Firmly Focused on Ibrooks This afternoon Gordon With the fact of How many games are off um, Obviously As Matt said there, What team will he, The new manager Play today We'll find out very soon And Derek McInnes Down at Rugby Park Needs a result But we'll still get Plenty of action Plenty of goals Plenty of excitement
1: we do indeed, I'll let you turn that phone off while I go to Ibrooks and get Philippe Clement's first ever Rangers team. Roger Hanna has been scrambled there due to his game being cancelled. He's alongside Andrew McLean.
5: Yeah, well, today marks that new era for Rangers that we're hoping it's the start of a long relationship with Philippe Clement. something that's failed to transpire under the last two managers a fresh start was needed today will be the first glimpse of what fans can expect Philippe Clement says he's not Harry Potter he doesn't have a magic wand that he can wave and make everything better in an instant but he will be hoping that supporters see signs of what is to come in the coming months and hopefully years in his case he had some big decisions to make in terms of team news two players that were heavily criticised in recent months Sam Lammers and Cyril Dessers they both start today and Michael Beale was also criticised at times for his lack of width well Scott Wright and Abdallah Seema are both in from the start as well so it's Jack Butland in goal the back four James Tavernier Connor Goldson John Suter is preferred to Ben Davies and it's Borna Barisic at left back the two holding midfielders John Lundstrom and Nicholas Raskin Scott Wright and Abdallah Seema out wide Sam Lammers in behind the striker, Cyril Dessau. So substitutes McCrory, Yelmaz, Jack, Cantwell, Roof, Davies, Balogun, McCausland... And Danilo, as for the visitors, Hibs, well, they have been looking better, certainly under Nick Montgomery, unbeaten in the five games since he came in. Three of those have been draws, though, but maintaining that unbeaten record would certainly be a, a job well done, you'd think, today, if they can manage it. And goal for them, it's David Marshall, it's a back four of Lewis Miller, Paul Hanlon, Will Fish and Jordan Abita. The midfield four, Martin Boyle, Joe Newell, Jimmy Jago, and Ellie Yuan. And the front two, Adam LaFondra and Dylan Venter. The substitutes, Wallacott, Levitt, Stevenson, Doidge, Delferrier. Tavares, Campbell, Bashiri and Whittaker. the referee at Ibrox, Don Robertson, the VAR, Gavin Duncan. Roger Hanna alongside me, a huge day for Philip Clement. He had some massive decisions to make. What do you make, first of all, of the starting 11 he's well, gone for?
6: It's a huge day for Philip Clement. A big crowd, a capacity crowd at Ibrox here this afternoon. It's getting busy already, Andrew. And I think when the teams are announced here to the supporters, they will be surprised at Lammer's, Dessers and Wright. Philip Clement spoke yesterday that. Todd Cantwell not quite ready for 90 minutes. Kamar Roof likewise. Danilo if he comes on with playing a mask. Ryan Jack not quite ready for 90. But I think the supporters would have thought these guys would maybe have been on from the start. Played an hour or so and then come off. Rather than going with this front. You know, an attack of, of Dessers up top right one side. Lama's in behind. These are the guys who have not convinced at all this season under Michael Beale. It's a new clean slate for everybody and you just wonder if Philip Clement can get the tune out of them that his predecessor
5: didn't. Yeah, you say it's a clean slate for the players, that's certainly what Philip Clement has said, but these supporters here inside Ibrox will remember the performances they've seen from this specific group of players. They were booed off last time they played here against Aberdeen, not for the first time this season as well, so the players will know that they really need to step up and their past will catch up with them quickly if they don't get the job done today.
6: Very much so, Andrew, and you can tell by the Hibernian team, they have come to play and Nick Montgomery's made a bright start to, to his new job you know, along the MA to Easter Road and there, you know, no concessions to the fact they're coming to Glasgow to take on Rangers at Ibrox a front pairing of Dylan Venta and Adam LaFondra and two wingers Martin Boyle who has been a thorn in Rangers side in the past think back to that League Cup semi-final at Hamden when David McCallum was in charge of Rangers just at the start of Giovanni Van Broker's reign and then on the other side, Eli Yuan, you can't have any more confidence as a Hibernian winger than you do when you've just scored two in a derby against Hearts at Tyne
5: yeah well Philip Clement has just done some pre-match media duties pitch side he's made his way down the tunnel you just wonder what is going through the Belgian's head at the moment it is just under an hour until kick-off here at Ibrox for Rangers against Hibs
2: well good early start for Scott Wright he must feel very good about being in the team from the start he wasn't a regular under Michael Beale, but a vote of confidence from the manager, likewise Abdallah Sima. An indication that Philip Clement wants to go with wide players. The Rangers fans will like the look of that. And if you're Lammers and Dessers, another early vote of confidence in them. They have had a shocking start to their time at Rangers. They are not appreciated by the fans, but today begins the beginning of their rehabilitation. They have got to make it count.
3: Yeah, I'm slightly surprised. You know, not much change in terms of personnel. It's the same guys that have been there uh, and disappointed this season. But, Philip, come on, it will be hoping for a, a reaction straight away. And it, we are touching on it the other night, that when a new manager comes in, standards always seem to rise. Whether that be in training or a match day, you always seem to get an instant reaction. You'll be hoping for the same today of some of these players. Interesting. Scott Wright's always the one that stands out to me in recent times. You know, he was heading out the door at Ibrox and he's found himself right in the manager's plans, right in his first selection. And it's an opportunity for him to grab that and run with it and be a big part of Philippe Comont's plans. I know
1: people are, are surprised a bit, Gordon Dale, but at the same time, if you're Philippe Comont, you've arrived into a new job, you've got your footballing philosophy, as that irritating phrase goes, and you want to play with wingers... You don't have Robbie Matondo, and you've got no one else. You're going to pick Scott Wright. You're going to pick Abdallah Sima, and if you've assessed that Danilo isn't fit to start from the beginning, and Todd Cantwell isn't fit to start from the beginning, is it really that surprising when you dig dig down into some of the reasons for it?
4: I think I think his hands been forced with this lineup. Uh, been interesting to see when everybody's fit. If he sticks with this sort of a, you know, is it going to be four three three? Is it going to be four two three one? And right, and obviously Sima getting into the wide areas. But he looks like he wants to play with bags of width. Um, it's an interesting side. And, and, and Mark's quite right. It's an opportunity now because Lammers has come in for a bit of criticism. Desers has come in for a bit of criticism. It's up to them now to go and prove their worth. Suter for me Is the right pick At centre back With Golson. I think looking at The pairings Golson and Suter the best Rather than Golson And Davis So um, Look It's up to the players now I think this has got to be difficult Because I think that You've got a Hibs team Coming down that AMA That fancies something This afternoon But It's got to be a really interesting game Barisic is another one
3: You know Barisic Yilmaz is on the bench there um, so that's another big selection Daz is right with Suter because you've got Balogun you've got Davies on the bench here so those are those are ones that stand out that his hand hasn't been forced he's probably assessed them midweek he's probably got Alex he's taken those and Steve Davis and what they think uh, about those certain positions and he's chose Barisic again so for all the criticism and particularly myself I've gave Barisic an awful lot this season Philippe on, come in and he's First
2: pick ahead of Yilmaz again. We're, we're talking about Philippe Clement's philosophy. What well, about Nick Montgomery? Mm-hmm. No no messing about. Martin Boyle, La Fonda, Yuan, Dylan Venti. It's got the makings of a real match this. And if hims are going to go at Rangers, then the new manager will get some introduction to Scottish football. Uh, what can
1: Philippe Clement realistically Change in five days Roger Hanna he says he is not Harry Potter he has no magic stick um, but what what can he get across in this time
6: well I'll start getting across his own philosophy It's bound to be different from Michael Beale. I think the way he approaches uh, The man management of the squad Will be different as well Michael Beale, having been a coach Under Stephen Gerrard Bank in the day Gordon was very much a sort of arm round the shoulder Very much a player's pal If you like I'm not so sure Philip Clement will have that same close Relationship with the players I think he might try and keep himself a little bit more distant um, I think he'll command More respect from the players and it might not be a bad thing for this Rangers squad, you know, to have a no nonsense manager in the door who will, you know, make things maybe a little bit tougher for them than it's been before.
1: Uh, let's hear a bit from Philippe Clement then on this weekend's task.
7: Of course, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but um, I know this will not be the, our best game of the season, and it will not be a reflection of totally what I want. I hope to see things that we train on, that we see them in the the best way in the game. But I'm realistic also. I'm not a naive person. So one thing is really important for me. I want to create much more the bond between supporters, the fans and the players again. I think it's a crucial thing for this club from both sides, for the players but also for the fans. So let's start with that.
1: It's a bit of a cliche, I suppose, Roger Hanna But those who will be filling into iBrooks just now Will they be expect to see a bit more intensity A bit more energy That brings about its own questions of Well, what do you mean you weren't trying for the previous manager And you never quite know how to put your finger on the answer to that stuff But um, that's certainly the, the sort of calls we've been getting through the week
6: 100% and the manager reflected it yesterday Gordon when he said he didn't believe the players were fit enough he thought the, that lack of fitness was a contributory factor to the injuries that the squad have sustained in the early weeks of the season so I think the fans will expect more energy I think they'll expect more intensity they'll want to see Tavernier and Barasic galloping up the flanks the way they've done in previous seasons and they will expect this Rangers team even one with Wright, Lamers, Dessers up top they will expect this Rangers team to go at Hibernian From the very first whistle
1: We'll get back to that game at Ibrooks. We've given you the team news We've heard a bit from Philippe Clement But we'll bring the rest of the guys in And discuss his appointment in more detail In the not too distant future Let's go round the grounds It's not much of a journey it has to be said Because there is only one remaining Premiership fixture That survived the weather It's Kilmarnock against Livingston El Plastico And our favourite advocate of artificial surfaces Fraser Wishart is there
8: yeah, delighted to be here. All I need is half a dozen VAR interventions, Gordon, <laughs> and my day will be made. But uh, the of Camargo's actually missed all the bad weather Hugh was talking about earlier. It's absolutely beautiful here, the sun's shining, conditions perfect, no wind. That means a dry pitch, so I'm not sure we'll get too much great football. But as Mark Wilson was saying earlier, it's an important game for Camarok. They have dropped to ninth since that excellent start to the season to beat the Old Firm. Either side of a draw at Tynecastle, but they haven't won in seven games, if you include the Cup quarterfinal against Hearts since. And their last one was against Celtic on August the 20th. So this is a really good opportunity to stop that rot. But a defeat would just add to the sort of downbeat uh, morale at Kilmarnock at the moment. So this is really a chance for them to be in the top six and getting really pushing for that top six place. It tends to be a lack of goals for any team in the bottom half of the table and you don't lose that many if you're Kilmarnock but they don't score that many only four goals in four home league games I think that tells its own story and as always will find it difficult against Livingston who as we know will first and foremost be organised and hard working so Denny McInnes will be looking for more support to main threat Dan Armstrong he's brought back Marley Watkins and also Kyle Vassell in a striking position as well today so looking for a bit more firepower but for Livy they are slowly getting back to their best a really good win Last time out against Motherwell Will have brought Contents to their squad It took them into the top six And actually a win today Will take them into fourth With Hearts playing tomorrow So injuries clearing Michael Devlin, Christian Montano Back today Bruce Anderson scoring goals And I think this is the type of game That Livingston thrive on Away from home They don't have to make the play they don't have to be on the ball And being creative But they can put pressure on the opposition When they have the ball And hit on the counter-attack So don't expect a classic but I think it'll be very tight with maybe just the one goal in it to settle the game. For Kilmarnock, they've made two changes. Robbie Dees and Matty Kennedy dropped to the bench. Marley Watkins and Joe Wright come in. 4-2-3-1, a change of formation as well. By Derek Will, Dennis in goals, Lewis Mayo, Stuart Finlay, Joe Wright and Corian Daba at the back. Two sitting midfielders, Brad Lyons and David Watson. Dan Armstrong, Liam Polworth and Marley Watkins behind the lone striker, Kyle Vassell. Kieran O'Hara, Jack Sanders, Robbie Dees, Thomas Davis, Rory McKenzie, Liam Donnelly, Fraser Murray, Matty Kennedy and Andrew Dallas are on the bench. Two changes also for Lyonson from that win against Motherwell a couple of weeks ago. Oba lies out completely injured and Stephen Kelly drops the bench. Income skipper Mike Michael Devlin and Mo Sangari. They look like a 3 5 2 formation. Shamal George goals. Louis DeLucas, Michael Devlin and Sean Kelly at the back. Dan Mackay, Jason Holt, Mo Sangari and Scott Pittman in midfield. With James Penrose, sorry, in midfield. And two strikers, Bruce Anderson and Joel Nubley. Libby Subs, Jack Hamilton, Christian Montano, Stephen Kelly, Jimmy Brandon, Miles Welsh Hayes, Stephen Bradley, Andrew Shinney, Daniel Lloyd and Curtis Guthrie. And the referee today is Craig Napier. And the VR box, Mr. Greg Aiken.
1: Now, I'm looking forward to that one, we've had to dig into the Championship for our other featured game Now listen to this, obviously we would not make light of a very serious weather situation up there But some guys just get all the luck, David Friel was meant to be in Dingwall And he's only had to go as far (laughs) as Maryhill, honestly Talk me through it, you weren't on your way were you?
9: No, I was up, I was ready, I was all packed, I had my wimpy order all planned out (laughs) Obviously doing the Dave Galloway wimpy run and then a friend up north texts me saying game's off. So obviously spoke to Andrew earlier, relocated to Firhill, and I'm really looking forward to this one. I know you'll say I've I've struck it lucky, but this is gonna be a good game. United in first place in the championship against Thistle in third there's always been a good rivalry between these clubs over the years and this one is going to have some added spice when you look at the United lineup, Kevin Holt, a big player for Thistle last year, Ross Docherty, he was the Thistle captain last year, both elected to move to Tannadice in the summer, they are on their way back for the first time today, they're going to get an interesting reception, I spoke to a Thistle official earlier on and said do you think they'll get a warm welcome and he said don't be silly, they're going to get absolute pelters but I think the two of them will enjoy it Ross. Doherty talking through the week said he's going to be the panto villain, so this is all the makings of a cracker, and two teams in good form too, Thistle a decent run, four wins and a draw from their last six league games, I think they're starting to hit some form, but United top of the league are going to take some stopping, Jim Goodwin really has them going well, full of confidence, I think they lost to the Thistle 2-1 in the group stages of the Viac play cup back in July, Gordon, but they've not been beaten since, they won nine and drawn three of the 12 games in all competitions. This is the final game of the first quarter of the championship season. They're clearly determined to finish that period off unbeaten, send out a statement to the rest of the division. There's another incentive here as well, Mark Ogren Obviously, America-based, the Dundee United owner, he's over for the game today. And he hasn't actually seen them win for 14 months. That was the game against AZ Alkmaar at the start of last season when Jack Ross was the manager. So much has happened since then. He's in the building today. He's here to see a win, and Jim Goodwin's side will need to deliver it. But Patrick Thistle, as I said, are in good form. We'll just go through the team. So, thistle Thistle's going to be sort of 4-2-3-1 formation. Jamie Snedden in goals. Kieran Nguenja, Lewis Nielsen, Arne Muirhead and Harry Millen at the back. Stuart Bannigan and Kerr McEnroy. At the base of the midfield, with Stephen Lawless, Scott Robinson, Aidan Fitzpatrick in behind Brian Graham, who's facing his former club. Subs for Fissler Mitchell, Williams, Williamson, Alston, McDonald, Stanley, Mackenzie, Dyack, and Adeloy. As for United, all the big hitters are back. few were rested last week for the game against Peterhead, so it's Jack Walton in goals, Liam Grimshaw, Declan Gallagher, Kevin Holt, and Scotland Man at the back. Ross Stocker and Greg, Craig Sybold at the base of the midfield, with Glenn Middleton, Tony Watt, and Kai Fotheringham in behind Louis Moult. Subs for United are Newman, Denham, Graham, Tilson. Raymond, Duffy, Mockery, Kujoe, and Moore, and the referee at Firhill, glorious pitch, glorious weather, is Stephen Kirkland.
1: Not to worry, Andrew McLean, who keeps an eye on the diary, says you are a dead cert to go to the rescheduled fixture, even if it is midweek in February. So get your wimpy order placed on hold.
9: <laughs> yeah, it's fine, and I'll happily go. Up, Good, happily. I'm
1: sure you would. He's a real team player, as David feel, and that's you. Three featured games. Uh, just to recap In case you hadn't heard And I'm sure you had Ross County St Mirren Called off this morning Aberdeen Dundee yesterday And St Johnston, Motherwell In the same boat No pun intended So those games are off You've got your three featured matches We've given you team news We'll take a look back At the week's biggest talking points next
0: Action as it happens and action from 5 on the open line this is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio, we've got the top team I usually see all around the grounds and I make it sound very dramatic we only have two in the Premiership today and one in the Championship regular listeners will know once we've given you team news, uh, once we've previewed the games we usually take a look at some of the week's biggest talking points It was an international week that saw Scotland qualify That was right last weekend really uh, And it's been fairly quiet Other than that one major story dominating Scottish football And it has been the appointment of Philippe Clermont So feeding into what's going on today I suppose let's bring in a couple of voices we've not heard on the subject Fraser Wishart and David Friel uh, Just from the outset I guess Fraser Generally speaking what have you made of the appointment And the days that have followed
8: well I think his comments uh, in the clip you played earlier Gordon were, were quite interesting where he was saying that uh, today's performance will not be the best that Rangers will have this season so he's kind of trying to manage expectations basically saying listen we are in a situation where they, they have, they have to, to improve but it's not going to happen overnight and of course being in the middle of October it's two and a half months to, to the transfer window Rangers spent a lot of money in the summer not even sure how much money they'll have Suspend in January as well, so he's, he's trying to just manage expectations. You know, he knows he's got to win games. He knows he's got to close that gap in Celtic and challenge at the top. But if he if he is going to play some free flowing football, he's perhaps just saying to supporters, don't think it's going to happen overnight. And it'll be interesting to see how he lines up today. You know the guys have named the team as well. And how like so Lammers and Dessers, who, who, who can't be as bad as, as they've played. They've really had poor starts to the season. But they, they must be better players than that. So he's got to try and find a way of getting some confidence into them. I think you can see from Rangers' team in general, there's a lack of confidence. There's not been the intensity. You know, you don't feel as if they're dominating games and overpowering teams. So small things like that that he'll have to bring in is, is that confidence, is that intensity to their game as well. And if he does that, then the results will will come and the fans will will probably buy in. But I I just thought he was trying to buy himself a wee bit of time there by saying, "Listen, it'll take a wee bit of of time. His way of playing football will probably be different from anybody else's and he's got to to find a way of, of getting a better performance out of these players.
1: We torture ourselves going round in circles on this stuff, David Friel, because we always say that we need time and patience and then everyone acts like it's the first time anyone's ever said the phrase and they say, ah, you don't get time in Glasgow and round and round we go.
9: Yeah, it's true, Gordon. I mean, you don't get time because the last thing Philip Clement wants when he comes in is, is to lose any more ground than Celtic. But I, th- I think the Rangers fans and certainly the Rangers board are going to cut him a bit of slack, um, in the, certainly in the, the, the first period. I just think he's got a great opportunity. If you take away the league, I think the Viplay Cup is huge for him. You know, what a start he could get off to there. Um, two games away from winning it, no Celtic in the competition. It looks like a really, really good chance for Rangers. And then beyond that, I think it's just up to him to put his stamp on the, the the team and the squad and everything else. You know, I, I don't think... When you looked at the runners and riders, Gordon, in terms of Rangers looking for a, a boss, I don't think there was a, an outstanding candidate that just immediately sprang to mind. But what I do think is the more you looked into Philip Clement's background... The Rangers need a winner, they need somebody with experience and they need somebody who can man manage and can get the best out of the squad because they gave Michael Beagle the keys to the till in the summer. He went and signed nine or ten players, if you had in three in the January before that. So if he'll come on for the for the first period anyway, maybe until next summer he's going to have to work with someone else's players. So he's going to have to try and get the best out of them. Rangers are also still in Europe. If you look at it I think he's got over fifty European games under his belt as a manager. So this is a guy who has experienced, he's won titles in Belgium. So I think throw everything together I think it's a sound appointment. I think it's a, a sensible appointment, but it does have to be given time because otherwise, you are just going to go round in circles again, and sacking managers and appointing new ones.
1: Yeah, it's been quite the first week. Philippe Clement has had a lot to say because he's been interviewed a number of times, as Hugh Keaven's uh, alluded to. Um, what do you make of the, the the kind of character? If you like, David Freely Michael Beale was often criticised for being sort of too open and saying too much. If you like, um, Philippe Clement does he seem a bit different?
9: Probably slightly different, but he's got a a good turn of phrase. You know, there's been some really good lines, really interesting... And I also don't think he'll mind the spotlight, Gordon. You know, if you look at his social media presence, I know he was asked about social media in terms of Todd Cantwell and everything yesterday, but he's got his own logo. I mean, I think he had his own social media team following him around in his first day as Rangers boss. He put something out on Instagram the other day. So this isn't a guy who is going to shy away from that sort of stuff. I think he'll allow his players to do it. And I think he doesn't mind the spotlight either. I watched a few interviews from his time in Monaco. It was Access All Areas stuff. But an interesting guy. So, you know, I don't think he maybe quite as open as Michael Beale, but I I certainly don't think he'll shirk away from the spotlight at all.
1: Yeah, he did actually say yesterday one of the lesser important things to come out of the uh, press conference is that he's got a guy that does his social media for him and then he'll check it. But (laughs) just for... The avoidance of doubt Shinjuku Shog Is his authentic self Every word tweeted On that account Is from your
2: very fingertips Yes Yes Good But I don't mind uh, The manager having A social media account But I don't think He'll keep it for very long (laughs) Now that he's here in Scotland uh, I find him a very interesting man Uh, Michael Beale was a goner On the day he lost to Celtic On September the 3rd He was The proverbial Dead man walking And Such is the nature of the city and you have to go back to that last game two weeks ago before the international break. Final whistle goes at Eyebrooks. A storm of booing. Half the crowd have already gone home, disgusted by Rangers losing 3-1 to Aberdeen. The club is in serious need of a pick-me-up. And this guy, Clement, looks like a serious man for serious times. As David Friel said, he's got the backstory in Belgium. Uh, and those three title wins are not to be dismissed. As it was only in Belgium, Belgium's better than here. So I look forward to what he will do, but I also look forward to what Nick Montgomery will bring to the table this afternoon. I think it's a terrific match in prospect, and it's great. There's no danger of him parking any buses. Lafondra, Dylan, Venti, Martin Boyle, Ellie, Yuan, Nick Montgomery has come to win absolutely. To win. And as I said to you last night in the programme, Gordon, in the words of General Douglas MacArthur, there is no substitute for victory. And that has to be. The motto That's funny because Gordon Deal's always quoting General Douglas MacArthur I thought so, yeah To me, so it's
1: funny that you've got on board with it as well uh, He made a backroom appointment this week Of course, Philippe Clermont Stefan van der Hayden Is in as the number two Alex Ray and Stephen Davis are there for now He's made no secret of the fact He does want to maintain a local presence In the coaching team Roger Hanna, what do you make of the way that has developed So far and, and how you think it will continue to?
6: I think he's just taking his time, isn't he? I think he wants to assess everyone. I've saw pictures of him in the training ground with Stevie Smith, another member of the backroom team this week. So there, there's no rush. There shouldn't be a rush for Philip on to make any decisions. You know, he'll take his time. He'll see what all the coaches bring to the party. And he might keep them all, or he might just keep some. Andrew McLean was asking me off here what I'd made of him so far, Gordon. I said it's still very much a honeymoon period. But that honeymoon could end in the next 90 minutes because, as we say as Hugh was saying, Hibs have come here to play, and you can make an argument. That Hibs front four of Boyle, Venta, Lafondra, and Juan is probably in better neck, better form, and more dangerous than the Rangers front four this afternoon. So we're looking forward to seeing what Philippe Clement brings. We're very much looking forward to this game of football. Do you hear that? They two actually talk about football off oh.
1: air. Two very serious football men. Much right, like that. you two in the studio. <laughs> Rather
2: than who's going oh, to the we'll bingo t- tonight we'll and who,
1: Who's going to the bingo us. tonight Who's watching yeah. Rooney V Vardy oh, Or no, whatever no, it is no, no, discussing, no.
2: discussing chocolate bars little <laughs> little. <laughs> <laughs> All important points Football
1: comes bottom of the list uh, Sorry I thought Roger Hanna Was It was probably going to be some smart comment It's probably for the best I keep it down Because you'll, you'll just get offended I think he probably was um, Here's another interesting issue and I say that because it clearly means a lot to the fans, it doesn't sound like Philippe Clement or James Tavernier for that matter did think it was going to be an issue but he was asked about the captaincy and you know whether James Tavernier would remain captain in light of some criticism from certain elements of the support
7: I don't see a reason for the moment to change those things I think uh, I need to focus on, on many others for the moment and, uh, and step by step Looking what is the best story for the club, but I don't see a, a reason for the moment
10: to change that now. It's something that I don't really think of. Um, obviously appreciate from the gaffer. Um but yeah, I'm just I'm just here as a first and foremost as a squad player, uh, to try and make this team better. Obviously I've got the responsibility as the captain and you know, I try to, you know, do my utmost and my best all the time. And yeah, it's 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 something I'll always try to improve, and as a person and as a player, and yeah, just got to keep moving forward. I tend not to look at social media. Um, you know, I've got three kids, so I'm I'm, I'm very busy at home. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, I've never really been affected by social media. Everyone has has the comments. Um, everyone's entitled to comments, um, but it's down to me as a person to, you know, to to look at myself and know where I'm going wrong and how to improve myself. Um, it's, been, it's been the way I've been brought up. Always with a sh- strong mind, especially from uh, coming from a mum. And yeah, just keep moving forward and never really listen to, to the noise outside genuinely just doesn't sound like that was ever on James Tavernier's
1: radar Fraser or Philippe Clement. But I suppose when you are a fan and you go to the games And you spend your life on social media Listening to radio phone-ins for example You might think that this Tavernier captaincy issue is this big deal And it might be something that the new manager comes and changes But it clearly doesn't look like that was ever going to be the case
8: yeah, I, I sometimes think we make too much of, of, a, of a captain. You know, supporters like a captain to go and kick somebody or shout and ball and be screaming at teammates. Um, and being a good captain is almost just if you win a trophy, you are a good captain. And it might not be that. You know, you look at guys like Callum McGregor, who's, who's somebody who has an influence on, on certain, a huge influence, usually expected by the players. He's not somebody you see shouting ball. And you see him in a quiet words. You know, with people, and he's been very successful. So I, I think sometimes we make. Far too much of it, you know. I know that James Tavernier is, 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 is hugely respected by his teammates, which is a good start. And quite often, it's, it's things that you do off the park. Now, if, if you let's just say they took the the captaincy of, of James Tavernier and gave it to Conor Goldson. Would that make any difference? Conor Goldson, somebody who has a different character. Anyway, he shouts and balls and he and he, he grabs people and he tries to motivate his teammates. Anyway, so what difference would that make to to the team? Would it make Conor Goldson a different character? No. Would it make the team better? I, I don't think so. Sometimes I think we just make too much of it and we always look for reasons. When your team's not playing well, it's a reason. It's the captain's no shouting. He's no grabbing teammates the scruff of the neck. It's the manager's no screaming, sh- shouting from the edge of the, from the from the sidelines. And usually it's a bit more than that. So I, 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 I think sometimes Félix Clermont is maybe looking at it a bit puzzled because I, I know foreign players i played with and foreign players I speak to as well, they, they're kind of bemused sometimes by, by how much we make of being a captain. But in the end, it's just about going out in the 90 minutes and, and winning the game today and getting Rangers a bit of time and getting Félix Clemo off to a, a, a good start. That's what matters today, not whether James Tavernier is the armband or not.
1: Hugh, it's one of those topics, see if I got to 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon and I thought this has been a dreadfully quiet day in Scottish football I've got no idea what we'll talk about tonight on Clyde One Super Scoreboard I could very easily say at 2 minutes past 6, come on then, is James Tavernier a suitable Rangers captain And the phone lines would be chock-a-block until 8 o'clock I never have to do it, because every night, every second night, somebody wants to phone in either way to have their say on
2: that subject when we talk about social media, never mind social media. Think of Super Scoreboard and think of the night the caller said Tavernier should get back in his Lamborghini and drive home to England. And I was taken aback by the call. I thought, you know, it's one thing to say Tavernier's not a very good player or not an inspirational captain. But when you start to pick on personal things, in other words, in the fan's mind, he gets so much money, he's got a Lamborghini and he's hopeless. You know, for me, the criticism of Tavernier has been so far over the top, it's incredible. And people go on, he only scores penalties. Well, you know, I think we have evidence that 53 of his goals for Rangers were not penalties. And I think that in their disappointment, having lost three league games already, the most important being the one against Celtic, I think the fans just take someone and he's the scapegoat. And I think at the moment at Rangers, there are probably two, Tavernier and Dessers. But the criticism of Tavernier, for me, is wholly unjustified.
4: I can't disagree with that. Um, I've said it time and time again. Um, I'm a Tavernier supporter. I like what he brings. I think he would always be in my team. I think he's a threat. Yes, he can look at his weaknesses about defending, but you could probably pick a weakness in every player It's going about. Whether you believe he's a captain, that leader, I think I think Fraser makes great points there about, you know, there's different characters out there. Everybody plays their part. We don't know what Tavernier's doing Monday to Friday, for instance, in that dressing room, on that training ground. There's so much more to being a captain than just, you know, heads or tails at three o'clock and then shouting ball and your way through a football game. So, I don't make a big deal of Tavernier thing I can't understand why Rangers supporters do if Tavernier wasn't playing very well in producing now I know he's not probably had his best start to the season but he still contributes he's still a threat he's still a danger and I think he's still a number one
3: pick I think I him. think Tavernier's problem is when you're captain of the football club you're the spokesperson for the dressing room and you you know are the bridge between the team and the manager and sometimes the board when you have to negotiate Bonuses and so on and so forth, things like that. That's a huge role. But you're also a spokesperson for the club, and people remember what you say, particularly when things don't go right. And I think that's maybe what's let James Tavenier down. Some of the things he said after big defeats and big disappointments has not s- sat well with the Rangers fans. Now, I think that is unfair. But that's just the road The Captain Rangers fans Don't think he's saying The right things and social media nowadays He gets criticised Time and time again And it's snowballed Into something It should never have become
1: Just for clarity From your own right back experience Is 53 non-penalty goals good?
3: Is that a good return? It's alright it's, right. it's okay <laughs> Aye a few more years at Dumbarton I might have equaled that
1: Anyway Let's park that for now Because there will be plenty more to come From Ibrooks Throughout the afternoon And early evening As the Philippe Clement era Gets underway We've already given you the team news From our three featured matches We'll go back around a couple Of the grounds next And finish off by building up To kick off at Ibrox The team
0: with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Hugh Evans are in the studio. We've got three featured games for you. Just a recap, of course, I'm sure you've heard the news. Ross County St Mirren was called off earlier and that joined St Johnston, Mullerwell and Aberdeen, Dundee. There are various lower league fixtures off as well as the wet and windy weather continues to batter certain parts of the country. We do have game on. Certainly no pitch issues on the artificial surface. No weather issues either down Ayrshire for Cormarnock against Livingston and what a fascinating start to the season Fraser it's been for Marmock you look at the way they got off and running beating Glasgow's Big Two in different competitions everyone then jumped to conclusions and had them in the top six and it was going to be a great season and I'm not saying it it, it won't be um, but it's, it's not been plain sailing since then
8: no it hasn't I think I mentioned the lack of goals uh, earlier on Gordon you, know, and you look at the home record Kamarnock had last year we talked about it all the time it was brilliant it kept them in the division in the end because their away record was, was dreadful but they haven't won in their last four home games and, and I think that's been down to the goal scoring Dan Armstrong was brilliant last year and scored a lot of goals for them Marley Watkins chipped in with one or two earlier on this season but, but Kyle Vassell as a striker as a guy who leads the line he's not a prolific goal scorer so I think that's been the main problem for Derek because they're strong at the back, you know, they've got good players, and likes of Mayo and Stuart Finlay, people like that as well, it's Robbie Dees who's on the bench today, but good defenders and they don't lose many goals, but that's been the biggest problem for Kilmarnock is turning the, the game at the other end and being, being creative, so that's where the likes of Polworth coming back in today, Watkins is back in, they've got Dan Armstrong, they've got Kelvis El, so they've got four attacking players on the field of play, so they'll be looking to, to make the most of that.
1: Yeah, you almost get fed up going over that old kind of cliche about is this Livingston's year? We do it every year, um, and still, I think still there were a few at the start of this campaign having a nibble on that logic. But certainly so far, can't grumble. Ten points, eight games—that's more than enough. That ratio to keep you up in the sitting sixth at the moment.
8: Yeah, Dave is clever, to be Martin deal We you know when he speaks in the in the press conference as well. He, he tends to point out all the time about their budget and points out about the size of their squad and then he points out about the injuries they've got. The injuries are cleared up, but, but what he doesn't see is that he's actually got a decent squad of players, you know, and we we talk about the way they play and they will play this way, you know, they'll close the game down, they'll pressure the opponents, but when they get the ball they have again, like got some good footballers, you know, Anderson up front scoring goals. Well like Mosangari they've got more Gary makes good runs from midfield as well, Jason Holt. And he's got and another two midfield players who aren't exactly hammer throwers So Davy overplays it, and I think he plays everything down. But I think deep inside, I think he knows he's got a decent enough squad to stay in, in, the, in the Premier League this season. And, and if they win today, with Hearts playing tomorrow in the, the middle game off, they jump in both those clubs into fourth place, which, which is which is incredible. But uh, first and foremost, yeah, Livingston are a small club. Yeah, they've got a small budget, but he he's, he's signed good players and good professionals. Michael Dillon, another one who's come in. And settled in really well to get on that solidity at the back. So, so David Down plays it, they've got a decent squad, and, and I think they'll, they'll certainly get at least a point today. And I think they might even sneak a winner.
1: And there's the, the stat that you never needed to know was that, you know, I was looking through the Livy team there Sean Kelly and him and Kelly and Mbappe both scoring penalties into Liam Kelly yeah. in the last two weeks or so. But yeah, Livy just keep plugging away. Well, you
2: know, Philip Clement says he's not Harry Potter. That's because David Martindale <laughs> is Harry Potter. I don't believe that Livy will ever go down. As long as Bobby <laughs> <If David> Martindale <laughs> is the manager of the club, there you are.
1: Well, they've just you've just given them kiss of death on your mm. recent record, but yeah, um, it's an interesting fixture that Gordon because it it's not that early in the season anymore. I feel like we've got a good amount of fixtures under the belt, but there is still a kind of bunched up nature to the table. Certain parts of it, and win for Livy today would do them all wonders, and a win for Kelly today, you know, kind of puts puts all those previous week's frustrations to bed to could, an extent
4: it Could be a massive day for Livingston obviously postponements that could uh, leapfrog them into fourth what a confidence booster that is but for Camarnock home game uh, on a poor run uh, obviously got off to a great uh, start to the season everybody quite rightly praised them for uh, looked good at one point they've got a good squad they've got a big squad they've got a good manager experienced manager I think the, the Kelly fans are expecting a bit more down there I think this is a big game for Derek's afternoon he needs to get the three points because if he doesn't, nine played seven points, that ain't good enough
3: I think Marley Watkins coming back in for them today is a big one, I think he's a real plus point, he started the season well but with Vassal Fraser's uh, right, you know, never a known goal scorer, yep he will pull his weight up there and he'll, he'll hold the ball in but You need goals at the top end of the pitch And maybe Watkins can bring that But Livingston I mean incredibly consistent At their last six games I think it's only Rangers and Celtic That have beat them Uh, You know a couple of draws in there um, And they beat Motherwell Didn't they the last game So I mean Davey Martindale's got this Talent To get this consistency Out his side Really tough to play against Almost a fear factor From his players To let him down And that's what you need When you're at a club like Livingston You need players To run through a brick wall for you and he's got a squad that's prepared to do I that. I wonder
2: if he went somewhere else, if he would fail spectacularly. But w- while he's at Livingston, he can do no wrong. It's, it's ludicrous. that Livy are as high up the division consistently as they are. They have no fan base to speak of. They have no budget to speak of. They're just run by wee Harry Potter. Uh, just
1: out of curiosity, something that sprung to mind randomly uh, there for me, Mark. are we allowed to reveal where your new job is yet? No, still no. still yeah, no. Ahead. Apparently
3: they're going to do the uh, big reveal. Like, I'll I just reveal. Remember
4: it, who was it, it, it Valery Alboy?
3: Thinking. You remember he came at the Santi Cazola uh, Cazola with the, the smoke and things like yeah. that. Things something like that. Like. I'll reveal it. By the way, somebody somebody did see me though And little yesterday (laughs) But the tracksuit shouted
0: Is that your new job? Well done So It's
3: not that big a secret
1: Uh, Oh well, let's go to our featured championship game Between Partick Thistle and Dundee United David Field is keeping an eye on that one David um, What have you made of the championship so far this season? I think, you know, on paper It should be Dundee Uniteds, And everyone's expecting that to happen There's not really much to suggest That they're going to struggle so far
9: no, not at all. Look, it should be United's title if you just look at the team and the way Jim Goodwin's recruited during the summer. Declan Gallic, as we spoke earlier on, Ross Kevin Holt. Still got Tony Watt, Louis Moll, Glenn Milton. They're guys who probably shouldn't be playing at this level. But look, it's going to be fascinating as always. I always feel with the Championship that a team will come from nowhere. And if you actually look at the table just now, you know, Queen's Park, struggling a bit, but still not too far off In D United. Then you've got Rafe Rovers, a bit of investment behind them. They're right up there in second place. But Partick Thistle, that, I must admit, I, f- I felt last season, after what happened in the playoff final against Ross County, Thistle had probably missed their chance. They obviously lost so many players during the summer. sort of spine of their team was ripped out. But Chris and in fairness to him, he's gone and rebuilt a side with a really good start to the season. As I said earlier on, Win this game, they'll go in second behind in D United, only a point behind them, so... I think it's still open. If you ask me right now, I think the United will win the title, but I think it could go all the way.
1: Uh, Yeah, of course, they've got the league's top scorer on show as well. Brian Graham, five goals already for Partick Thistle. Callum Gallagher, not far behind. He scored last night, Airdrie. Uh, Drawing with Queen's Park Um, Jack Turner cancelling out that Opener from Callum Gallagher So we have had some action in the Championship Already but I think we know Saturday afternoon that's when it really feels like The football is back after the international Break and kick off around The grounds and particularly at Ibrox is next
0: The winning team all season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kickoff is just minutes away in the games that have survived the weather around the country. Rangers against Hibs with a big focus under any circumstance, but particularly given it is day one in the games for Philippe Clement. Let's go there and speak to Roger Hannah and Andrew McLean.
5: Yeah, well, despite those weather warnings, Philippe Clement will be walking out that tunnel to sunshine in Glasgow here at Ibrooks at the moment. And he'll also be walking out to a display from the Ranger supporters in the Broomlone Road stand they've got blue, red and white flags and it says everything from everyone that is exactly what they want to see from this team they want to see absolutely nothing left out there they want to see every player giving 100% effort and at the end of this game they want to see all three points and a successful performance under their new manager it is an expectant crowd here that's packed out Ibrox a good away support from Hibbs as well they want to see those Rangers fans, the early signs under Philip Clement that he's the man to turn things around and find success at the club, as for the starting lineup, he's picked for this game as we wait for the players to make their way out the tunnel he continues with Jack Butland in goal it's the back four of James Tavernier, Connor Golton, John Suter and Borna Barisic, the two holding midfielders John Lindstrom and Nicholas Raskin it's Scott Wright and Abdallah Seema as the winger Sam Lammers in behind Serial Dessos. the substitutes McCrory, Yilmaz Jack, Cantwell, Roo. Davies, Balligan, McCausland and Danilo, as for Hibbs David Marshall, in goal for them, the back four Lewis Miller, Paul Hanlon, Will Fish and Jordan Abita, across the middle Martin Boyle, Joe Newell, Jimmy Jago, and Ellie Ewan, Adam LaFondra and Dylan Venta are the strike partnership, the substitutes, Wallacott, Levitt Stevenson, Del Delferrier Yair, Campbell, Rashiri and Whitker. the referee Don Robertson the VAR, Gavin Duncan And the players are now making their way out the tunnel. Next to me, Roger Hanna, the supporters. It's an expectant crowd here at Ivory. I know that Philip Lamont has wanted to limit the expectations ahead of this team, But they know what they want to see from this team today.
6: It's impossible to limit the expectations of the Rangers fans. It's a huge day for Philip Lamont and a huge day for many of these Rangers players. He's picked his first Rangers team, there is, it's of not Davis, it's Barisic, not Yilmaz, and of course that front four, that's where all the attention will go, Andrew, a front four of Tessers, Lammers, Wright and Seema. Abdallah Seema's actually been a success, five in his last six games for Rangers, but the others have been unmitigated failures. Tessers, three goals in 15 games, Lammers, one yeah, goal in 16 I'm games, I'm Wright sent the off the in his and last the game, the game here ball against ball ball Aberdeen, they the need the to produce
5: ball ball more this afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, the players just lining up with their red card, Showing racism, the red card And the continued fight against racism And the display still up on the left side as well Philip Clement is now out there He's sitting in the dugout as well What do you think will be going through the mind of the new Rangers manager
6: at the moment? He will be as excited as anyone this afternoon This is, this is a big day for him as we say He will know that Rangers can't afford any slip-ups A, in the Premiership title is already seven points back behind Celtic who have already won here this season Andrew. He will know the importance of this game, he will know the importance of getting more out of the players who effectively cost Michael Bealy's job. He will be as excited as anyone in this stadium.
5: And it won't be an easy task either because Nick Montgomery is unbeaten in five as Hibbs manager and you look at that front four Roger as well, there's the pace, the danger in the wide areas of Martin Boyle and Ellie Yuan. And then up front, Adam LaFondra and Dylan Venter have both proven they can score goals. They'll want to spoil this welcome party for Philip Clement. They definitely will. And Nick Montgomery will want
6: to continue his honeymoon period as a Bernadine manager. He's been a success so far. They came from two goals down to get a draw last time out against Hearts at Tynecastle on the Edinburgh Derby. And there are no concessions from him for coming to Ibrox for the first time as Hibs boss. It is Boyle, Venter, LaFondra, Yuan as you say. And Martin Boyle will know he can get success against Rangers. He's done it before and Boyle against Baritage will be one of several really fascinating individual
5: contests this afternoon. Well the Rangers players just taking their tracksuit tops off running in opposite directions giving that applause to the supporters and not only do they need to prove themselves to the supporters they've got a big job on their hands of proving themselves to Philip Clement, who you know he's a serious character he's he's a man that you think they'll be desperate to try and prove their worth to. Of course they will and there's, there's so many of these Rangers players do have questions to the answer they
6: discussed in the show earlier on about James Tavernier retaining the captaincy. I think it's a correct decision by Philip Clement. I think there was more to be lost than gained if he had stripped Tavernier of the captaincy He will know these due to a big performance. you look right the way through the team. I thought Lunster and Rathkin in centre mid look better in the win it's in a couple of weeks ago when Stephen Davis was in charge of the side. Seymour is coming on to a game, you know, he's he's thinking now get up to seven for the season. That's not a bad return for someone who's not. Not like Decels, a you know a, a central figure. Big day for Rangers. Big day for Philip Clement.
5: Well, referee Don Robertson has given the ball to Serial Dessers. He has sounded his whistle, and Philip Clement's first game in charge of Rangers is underway.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Goal flashes with M Green Pharmacy. Flu season has arrived. Make sure you're protected this winter. The
1: international break was a successful one Scotland qualified for the Euros But it does feel like ages ago Since we were in here on a Saturday afternoon Talking you through the football Which we absolutely love, we genuinely do So stay in touch all afternoon On Twitter at ClydeSSB, And I'll give you the nod When you can get your phone calls in Even you three hopeless duds Must have a chance of getting the ACA
2: right this afternoon You've only got three games, come on I've got one home That's Rangers against Hibbs. Okay I've got one draw That's Kilmarnock against Harry Potter And An away Dundee United to beat Harry Rags Rangers to win
3: Draw at the other two grounds oh, Gordon Diel.
4: I'm going rangers Hibbs draw Oh What a big shout that is Yeah um, I'm going Kilmarnock home win And I'm going Partick Thistle Dundee United and away win Philippe Clement To drop points In his first game I just think that I'm impressed with the Hibs lineup. I think they can cause problems. The manager's come out himself and said that look, don't expect miracles here. You can't turn this team into world beaters after four or five days. Mm. Uh, Don't get me wrong, Hibs have not got a great record there, but I like their attacking style. I think they'll score
1: corner to Rangers early on. Mark Wilson, fancy Rangers? You uh, fancy you you fancy the home side though?
3: I do. Uh, Listen, I think a new manager coming in. Obviously gives you a lift. I think those players will be desperate to prove that they should be at Rangers. They should remain at Rangers. And I think today is the perfect opportunity for some of them to step up. I mean, big day for guys like Dessers up front who, like he's carrying a lot of pressure on his shoulders at this minute. Um, imagine he gets a goal. How that would... That would set him up for a new you, era. Mm. For, forget the
1: pressure from the fans. There Whoa, is pressure extreme in there. pressure in this <laughs> studio because there was a bit of a deal struck during the, the previous break. Mark Wilson thinks that Dessels will score today. Mm-hmm. You do not share that confidence. No. So much so, what's the offer? What's the bet? Co- Please coffee. gamble responsibly. Coffee for a month,
4: which is a lot of you walking
1: will, about. You will make Mark's coffee for a month. And he makes mine. If so he, you, you, you're you backing Dessers to not score, not score And Mark thinks he will Roger, score. Roger he will.
4: Hanna taught me something a long time ago In this show And he said the truer words I've ever heard in my life You can put lipstick in a pig But it's still a pig <laughs> so, I've stood by that Roger Harrah quote for all these years. I think you're better
2: off with General Douglas MacArthur, really. Oh, I, I
1: didn't want to think
2: about
4: that. What is meant by that? I don't care. I don't think he's suited t- to Rangers Football Club. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think you
1: could have put it like that <laughs> rather than <laughs> the other what A I, comparison. What I will say is, I generally haven't. No care really as to whether Dessers does or doesn't score. However, you are the laziest, yeah. most selfish, reluctant yeah. coffee maker I've yeah. ever come yeah. across. So if he does happen to score, and you have to pay your bets, I will. Pay lot, you. What will interest, happen
2: is he'll deny having said it. Except oh, oh, it's, it's out there. It's out there. I know. Oh, 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 oh. I am going
3: to drink an obscene amount of coffee. For the next month, if no. he I comes won.
4: in. Shog, Steve, I won, he'll get his 10,000 steps in. <laughs> Philippe Clement's been involved early on.
1: He's oh. almost done a, a Derek McInnes. Wow. You know, he's sort of stopped the ball, at like a bit of contention as to whether the ball had gone out or not. And Philippe Clement's on the touchline, oh. taking a wee touch, he's once involved. Yeah. Adrenaline,
2: they'll <laughs> be running high with him, he'll be. Throwing goes to nervous. Rangers anyway. So. I've never been to a Belgian league match, but I'm willing to bet that club Bruges against Genk isn't like this I don't know yeah. I think there'll be a few feisty ones over there well no there will be I mean imagine if the man did lose today and Celtic won tomorrow 10 points clear and we're not in the double figures yet I mean that's the kind of pressure that he's living under so you'd yeah, better win today he'll not have
3: that on his shoulders today though Hugh I mean I get he'll be nervous adrenaline will be there but today what can the Rangers fans really expect I think he was right in saying and pointing out being
2: realistic with everybody Five days to work with
3: the players What are you going to implement I'm in I'm just saying
2: the best case scenario is Rangers win Celtic lose tomorrow The worst case scenario Rangers lose today Celtic win tomorrow Ten points You've been in the job for 90 minutes And you're ten mm. points behind Celtic It'd be mayhem Yeah you're three though on your watch I suppose Goals
1: going in down The league's Bonnie Rig Rose 1 Clyde nil. Taylor Sutherland with the goal Sterling Albion nil. Falkirk 1 uh, Ross McKeever with the goal there Uh, And that's your lot in Scotland so far. Um, Games in England, they'll keep a a loose eye on. Don't have to tell you every last kick, but there we go, Newcastle are one up if you do care about that one. Uh, No further updates from Ibrox. Stephen Lawless has sliced a shot wide. Open start in that one, our featured championship game. Are you ready for this, Hugh? I am.
0: The First Half Teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online.
2: In honour of the newest managerial appointment in the SPFL, this question is Belgium related. Six Belgians have played for Celtic or Rangers since 2014. Who are they? Six Belgians have played for either Celtic or Rangers since 2014. Name them. I like it. It's straightforward. I don't know how easy the answers will be. Let's find out. At Clyde
1: SSB. We're looking for one tweet with all of the correct answers on it. And to win the first half teaser, you have to do it quicker than everyone else. So tweet them over to us now, please. At Clyde SSB. And let's see how we get on. I'm interested to see how you do because there are some obvious ones, but my goodness, there are some obscure ones on
3: there. Yes, as well. It has to be said. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do very well this no, week.
4: No, i have sort of a uh, switched off already. It's not. A, it's not a question that floats my boat.
2: <laughs> well, Matt Wilson's got two already. Oh
4: yes. no, no, no! Matt Wilson, Gordon Dale, because I gave him the second one. Oh, was there a coffee in it? Lammers mm. with a
1: shot from the edge of the box. It's deflected wide for a corner um I, I even like mark any team when they change their manager things like set pieces you know they do, just do you see well, something yeah. different as an ex- you know a different taker, or a particularly different setup because these would be the things that you you could expect to see different on day I, one
3: i believe so i mean often teams will work in their set plays probably on a thursday or or last minute on a friday and you've got time just to walk through things so that would be an opportunity if he comes in with fresh ideas that he would able to put in place and the players look, if they get a set piece wrong or they're just out then it's no big travesty so it'll be interesting to see
4: if there is things put in place especially with the assistant manager coming in this week as yeah, well so if to name it has the ideas got to be one or two different things you can't just go out and say same again lads you're in to start to hit the ground running you're going to look like, he's not going to change everything overnight of course he's not but you're looking for small things the Rangers fans that went along in huge numbers this afternoon, they'll be looking for an improvement. Yeah, first
1: two have been tavernier out swingers, so nothing entirely different in that regard, but I suppose really you're looking for the movements inside the box and the position of the players and so on. Who was the most adventurous set piece manager you had, Mark Wilson? Anyone come up with anything particularly out there?
3: Mm. Great, that's, <laughs> that's good, that no, because more football's evolved I think set pieces have became
1: oh, but I remember teams in your era still doing like the train sort of like holding on to each other and then all splitting off
3: at the edge ah, of the yeah, box, i I've done like that, that. I, I, I wouldn't class that You're as adventurous that's just I remember I told you The, the set piece of games so Where I was The, 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 the draft excluder. Uh, done the United. excluder I've before.
1: been them I've done the United Tell you what, They must have been ahead of their time Because I feel like I only noticed the draft excluder In the last couple of seasons I think so. I was Ian McCall I think Partner maybe uh, Where, where um, did you lie to Your back to the buddy, ball That's a great point Right or What side you does th- your head go to Yeah and how do you how do you do you, you look at that? the
3: goalkeeper, or do you look <laughs> <I> d- at <laughs> my head was in the grass? I was just thinking, <laughs>
1: please put this over the wall. No, seriously, right? Firstly, do you look at the ball, or do you look oh, at the goalie? Not a chance. The look goalie. at the goalie. Right And is your head <laughs> To the left or to
3: the right <laughs> Only oh, your feet I don't know Surely there's a photographer out there Who's got you, some action Do you mix it up uh, Well I, I think I was only Fortunate enough to do it once or right.
4: twice I would I would be insulted If a manager came and said I've got a new role <laughs> for You'd be thinking I, Well captain I've got to be honest I was insulted <laughs> I was
9: thinking
2: Why has he chose What's me the, What does Austin McPhee do all week You know he's actually The yeah. set play Coach but do you just sit there all week thinking, wait, if I put him there put him exactly. there? Exactly. Right.
1: Big business. Liverpool, remember Liverpool Throwing had a, a throw in
2: coach? Yeah.
1: Right. A couple of seasons ago. Anyway, uh, Jack Butland's actually had to make a save. Venti with a shot. It was kind of bounced up on the angle, so he caught it easily. Um, Sima was in the box a bit before that, but he couldn't quite control it. And now Barisic is down injured. So, busy start at iBooks, but we do have one <laughs> of these. We've not had to wait long.
0: Goal flashes. With MD Green Pharmacy
1: Partick Thistle Nil Dundee United 1 And it's Craig Sybold. Eventually from a corner It made its way to him No one really marking him He took a touch Shot through some bodies And that always makes it tricky For the goalkeeper It is in the back Of the net And Partick Thistle Nil Dundee United 1 Is
2: the latest For me there's always A serious point To be made about Dundee United If they don't get out Of that division This season They're in bother Because a club Of their size Who spend the money That they do they can't afford to be in the Championship Year after year So You know it's additional pressure on Jim Goodwin But that's the way it goes He needs to get out of that division Philippe Clement
1: Must be Tearing Barisic No you can't tear his hair out um, <laughs> But Barisic has gone off injured we think Yilmaz is getting ready Looks like a, a thigh a quad problem this just. With a Martin
3: Boyle in front of him problem. Uh,
4: the, <laughs> well, he looks lively. <laughs> I'll, I'll, l- I'll let l- you
1: make those accusations. Um, but it was interesting because a large part of Philippe Clement's press conference yesterday focused on Fitness. updating people who was back and who wasn't. And he said, you know, that medical teams at his clubs are always very surprised at how interested he is. He says he wants to know every detail, he wants to change training. To make Rangers Less susceptible to injuries He wants to work more With players on an individual basis So that they can stay uh, Fitter Naturally injuries are Going to happen But you know Rangers have had a ridiculous Amount of injuries this season And he also said Like a lot of managers do When they come in That the team wasn't
3: fit enough Hate that Always wonder what the old manager thinks Think it's a cheap shot How many times have you heard that? Well Almost all the time You know and I think it's just An easy line To get fans What if he's right uh, we'll keep it in house, and what the the players I, in house as Well, no I'd,
4: I'd th- have a look at my fitness coaches and I'd ask asking what they were doing in their jobs if they weren't fit enough. Uh, you're talking about what a uh, year, a end, year of Michael Beale, nearly end of October, and you're you're questioning players are fit. Uh, look, I don't know if he meant it in that way, but he's obviously wanted to be in control of that as well. I like that. Um, I don't think Barisic can off today's end to do with fitness, is it? He's he's obviously. Maybe tweaked a, a muscle or whatever. I like I like that though about. I'm taking an interest
3: in injuries and wanting to adapt training to make them less susceptible to injuries. It shows a manager a great detail rather than just tell me who I've got that are coming on the training field, who's fit, and I'll get on with that, and you do your job. It shows he's a proper manager of the full football club, not just a head coach who's going to coach the players there. So, Rangers fans will obviously hope that it makes some impact. Not much you can do about Barisic today, he's only in the door But it'll be interesting to hear the feedback You know, things always dribble through to us About how the load is different Then at the Rangers training ground To what it was under Michael Beale.
1: A long discussion between Barisic and Philippe Clement As he goes off So uh, Rangers just one injury after another It seems like at the moment, Gordon Dale
4: Yeah, not good news, especially um, your home debut, you want to go off to a good start, he's picked Barisic over Yilmaz, but what it does is it gives Yilmaz an early chance to come on and and prove a point to him.
1: Yeah, I think there are undeniably Hugh Rangers fans, I don't know how many,
2: who would like to see Yilmaz rather than Barisic. Yeah, of course, Uh, because much as Tavernier gets a lot of criticism, Barisic, you know, he's. He's been associated with failure for too long for some Rangers supporters. You know, they think that he's one of the guys who should have made things look better than they are. You know, a club with two trophies in twelve years. Uh, but Yilmaz, in the latter days of Michael Beale was doing well. Um,
1: Lewis Miller's long throw causes havoc in the Rangers box. It bounces around, but eventually, Jack Butland is able to gather so no goals yet in that one no goals in our other Premiership offering which is Comarnock against Livy but we do have one in our Championship game Partick Thistle nil, Dundee United 1 other goals going in down the divisions Aloua nil, 0 Kelty 1 Reese Lyon I did see a goal in the Dunfermline Air game I'm sure of it th- let me double check that one uh, Hugh the Seagulls
2: yeah, one compete. one nil down at City. Ach, you're not going to beat City, mate. No, 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 no. But it's just as well because uh, City
4: have took revenge for the day that Brighton ended my English career with. <sighs> my grandson <sighs> is
2: going to Portugal on a school trip. So goal at Rugby Park.
4: Goal flashes
0: with M and D Green Pharmacy. And it is a goal for the home side
1: Kilmarnock won Livingston nil. Last season's top scorer Last season's main man Dan Armstrong Has opened the scoring Exactly what Derek McInnes And the Kilmarnock fans wanted A low shot 12 yards out Round about
2: Maybe 18 minutes or so on the clock It's a good start for Killy. They are a goal to the good Well as the Dazzler pointed out earlier 7 points from a possible 24 isn't the best Uh, So Derek McInnes Is in need of a result today The, The season started in Unbelievable fashion Beating Rangers on the opening day Of the league Putting Celtic out of the Via Player Cup But it's gone flat since then And this has to be the beginning of the road back
3: Yep 12 goals last season And certainly Kelly are going to need him To come up with a fair few this season Derek McInnes certainly needs it this afternoon I like him, he's a good player, he's direct um, Daz thinks he holds on to the ball too much But yeah, yeah, I but like that He's got plenty of confidence about
4: him Look I I, th- I, like the boy as well I think he offers a lot to Kamarnock. on um, Sometimes he would frustrate me as a centre forward I think that he just Takes that extra touch But he's certainly got ability and he scores goals Goal
1: at Ibrooks. Is it a first goal under Philippe Clement Or has it gone the other way
0: Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy
1: and it is for Rangers, it's Sima drilled low cross the goal with his right foot into the back of the net He is the one new signing that has contributed in terms of numbers, no doubt about that whatsoever And he scored again to make Philippe Clement
2: a happy man A good start for him and Rangers are one goal to the good Well that had to be the start for Rangers, they had to score the first goal Because had him scored, Ibrooks would have been on fire but the supporters will appreciate team selection First and foremost That puts Seema in from the start And he does have an undeniable eye for the goal And that calms everything down for Clement And everyone around him now I've got to say he's been a success
3: I said the other night it was only Buckland, Cantwell, Raskin From Michael Beal But Sima, uh has been the kind of shining light out of the front players
1: It's easy, I think, Gordon, to have everyone lumped in, but Mm. that's his eighth of the season, and it's also his five games in a row. You know, of course, look, it's a bigger picture. There's a there's a team effort, and there has been a lot of doom and gloom around Rangers. But for any player to really go and score five games in a row, um, and in fact, it would be six out of his last seven games as well. It's only the Motherwell game that he's not scored in. Scored against Betis, missed Motherwell, scored against Livy, Aberdeen. Limassol St Mirren I suppose the problem is as well Two, two of them were disappointing he, results But for
4: him personally He justifies his selection this afternoon No doubt about that uh, It's taken him a while To settle in But he's now You know he's got used to being at Rangers The pressures that you've got Especially at Ibrox He's starting to produce the goods Goals bringing confidence We've seen this before And uh, that's a terrific start for him As you say so far It's a terrific return And The new Rangers manager will be delighted with
2: the start. Yeah, it just takes the pressure off. Um, Had they gone a goal behind We're back to the Aberdeen scenario of a fortnight ago where the crowd are just in such a mood that they would be ready to leave the stadium if they don't like what's going on. But uh, this calms everything down and the Hibs have to be careful now because when they started against Hearts a fortnight ago, in the first half, they, they did not get a foothold in the game at all. The Hearts were two up. That's why Stephen Naismith was raging with his players for losing two in the, in the space of 83 seconds in the second half. So Kenny Miller said it on Super Scoreboard last night. He felt that if Hearts played, Hibs played as they did against Hearts in the beginning, they might get pulled apart by Rangers.
1: Aaron uh, Muirhead's been booked for pulling down Tony Watt. United seem a bit sharper. Uh, than their opponents this afternoon so Partick Thistle yeah. have a bit of sharpening up to do, Dundee United in the lead and um, Erling Haaland has made it 2-0 to City against your Seagulls yeah. Hugh, I'm afraid to say I
2: won't text the boy in Portugal I'll let him go on with the sunshine
1: Yeah, I'm sure he will to keep an eye on that one Abdullah Sima, if you're just joining us has opened the scoring for Rangers a good finish actually it has to be said mm. And he does look quite confident in front of goal, Gordon.
4: Yeah, it's a terrific finish. I've just seen it on my phone there, Gordon. His pace just takes him away from the, the Hibbs defenders. I think Dessert is involved, is it? And he just plays a lovely ball into him. He takes it away, he kills the defenders with his pace. He's still got a lot to do. And he goes across the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, no chance. Terrific start for him. But,
3: the, the problem that Rangers got Is Simas the lone player You know And there's nothing Of course wrong with that But you Hope your permanent signings Would have the impact That Sima's having It's also a very negative Spin on things at this stage You maybe deal
1: with
4: that later You praise yeah. the guy's goal yeah. first you Oh no,
3: no I, I, I've not got the luxury Of a phone like Daz's So
2: and <laughs> I certainly don't it. have a phone like Daz. <laughs> yeah I've, I'll show you at half then, I think, lads, I think, I think
1: <laughs> everyone should be happy They don't have a phone like his <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah <laughs>
4: I'll share my At least he's changed that cover
3: <laughs> Remember his old phone cover that he oh. used to have Wow I think
1: The bacteria on I'll, that thing
4: If listening out there in the phone shops I think this one I just there.
1: think that one's on his last legs as yeah, well but It shows how long we've been on this show together I'm going to measure it by the number
4: of phone it's covers It's certainly needing an upgrade um, But I've got to say I've watched it over again What a terrific finish Great pace Great burst of pace I think manager loves that Mark
1: Wilson are you devastated It wasn't Dessers Your your coffee That's in plenty
3: of time I didn't say first goal scorer Could have been Any time goal scorer Would do my coffee For the next month Do you know what I hope I hope it's a real contentious one (laughs) <laughs> like we don't really know who
1: got the last touch
3: oh, a bit, bit have yeah. an inquiry yeah yeah. well there was an inquiry before the kick off because this guy said <laughs> <I> <laughs> that, know what's coming he here. that he
2: was faster when he played than Martin Boyle come on which is one of the most ridiculous nonsense They wiped the floor well you see no. the, the minute they drop the conversation from chocolate bars and coffee and get into the football I, I used
4: to, I used to do my spike work three times a week. <laughs> yeah, my spikes rather than my boots I had spikes and a lot of people thought oh, I just brought them the Saturday and put them on. I think Fraser keeps
3: bursting the ball. The, the Fraser, no. <laughs>
4: My side tackles were brilliant. I got up and the ball was stuck to my foot and there <laughs> away away. There was no chance you were
1: quicker than Martin Boyle. well Johanna says you're not even faster than Susan Boyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I'm telling you, now, you go and ask Tutti Hogg that used to come in and he was a sprint coach. He says that I could be the GBR best within three months. I was like, so, See,
1: here's the thing, right? And you... Number. I can't believe this is happening Given the stick you give this guy Fraser Wishart wants to stick up for you And he says to be fair Daz was quick I, I do not deny Lightning. that I don't doubt that me, I, b- I believe that you were I don't for a second believe You're as quick as Martin Boyle Why Cause not? Cause Why, then hold you, on a minute Why not? Because you're talking like Quickest player in the league
4: Sort of yeah, level Yeah that's the quickest player nah. in Rangers I, by, by I 100 just, miles so well, why? are why, right. why, why? Why are you so convinced? Because, because there's different it's different levels. Because of speed. I walk in here like. Oh, it's actually nothing really I'm to... out of still game. What do you call Winston. him? Winston. <laughs> Winston. I walk in like Winston. I, Winston oh, I was. never always a Winston. This you is know. what I'm saying.
1: I believe you're quick, but I think Martin Boyle is right. entering that like elite level of pace. I'll tell you
4: how quick I was, right? And you can. I'll, I'll, I'll get somebody to verify this. <laughs> Great. Do you remember Alan Wells? I do. Alan oh, you will, beat I, him. No, no, no. I get beat eight yards with Alan Wells over 100 at Medal Bank Stadium. <laughs> eight yards? That's, that's eight massive. Eight yards is massive. I would, have, I, would have, I, would have, I would have shortened that distance. Boy, wait, well, see on, the first five. Just, apparently, I looked around and see, see where he was. And then he's sort of tired. Apparently I didn't have a Mar- protein Martin shake Martin
1: Boyle only lost by six. To Alan Wells. <laughs> there we go. Uh,
4: I tell you, you what, Martin Boyle. <laughs> I would have torn him apart With a ball
2: Mind you, Alan, a ball. Alan Wells was 53 at the time
4: yeah. <laughs> I'd have stuck one Not of Roger's headlines. headlines in my back So he could have read it Well, we were racing down the track <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, It's amazing that he looks at today's football and thinks
4: Hundred percent better in the day, the modern day. I I reckon Think of the skill factor in all no pitches and all that. Like players and in this day, I, I reckon just a bang average midfielder would have been as quick Mark, as you. You ran about and made yourself look busy, mate. You were that bad. You couldn't hold down the right back position. They put you at left back. But rather just than trying different <laughs> roles
1: rather than you two insulting each other, right? Generally speaking, just if you take athletics, right, because that's all yeah. measured since the 80s people have just got progressively quicker so is it, does it not follow that footballers
3: would have got progressively quicker I don't care what you're trying to argue here <laughs> it's like just imagine just your, your own Passat and a new Passat just now same car and would have been quicker it's nothing
1: you
4: do with that it is. It it is. Is. it's
3: not athletes have got Progressively
1: quicker um, Since the 80s uh, Haven't they uh, But it's not everyone
4: So you telling me That handling could beat me Over 50 yards No but I'm Well sa- there's your I'm argument i saying God. that the quickest, about? the quickest
2: player in the league <laughs> Now Will be quicker
4: yeah. than The quickest player in
2: the league In well, the 80s Well
4: I would take my chances Against Martin Boyle All day long
2: I prefer that When they were talking About chocolate
3: bars <sighs> I can't I'm, believe I You think you're Deluded. As quick as Martin Boyle
4: Mark you never seen me run I did I watched you I was what? Whippen- I saw you. Mark put wh- wh-
1: wh- his measuring tape out in the TV to see I, what distance you come. Aye, specific.
3: Listen, listen, there's got to be some sports analyst Out there med- or med- something like that That could get I, an old I video wish, of him
4: I wish and could track get, I him I in full Steary speed. Hog. Stuart Hogg that's now up. It is it Peter Head. He's been there for years. He was a sprint coach. At, he took me along to Medal Bank to take on gold medalists <laughs> gold med, not silver, not why, bronze. What, why did he take you? Uh-huh. Because C- yeah. I was that quick They wanted to test me against <laughs> so the the
9: the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
4: <laughs> go off to the, the You're gun- not going to no. get in the team son So come along <laughs> to me and go back with me And we'll
7: see There's
2: no ball involved in this one does <sighs> that? Anyway Hugh Remind us of your <clears throat> teaser if you can Yes in honour of uh, Philippe Clement's Arrival in Scotland from Belgium There are six Belgians Who have played for Celtic or Rangers since 2014? Who are they?
1: Uh, Don't forget it's at Clyde SSB if you want to send your answers in. Most of them are kind of there or thereabouts. I'm not seeing anything terrible on the on the guesses. I must say, I think Moose is maybe off on his time frame. He's gone for Thomas Biffle Oh, many years ago. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he he was. We're out on the
4: time frame there. I put one in there, Hugh. I've not spelt it right. How do you spell that?
2: No, it's bolly, 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 but he's not on the list.
4: Uh, no, mine was the one above you. Why did you give that away? You just had a Mark Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> bolly, 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 as the list. I'm
2: a nightmare
4: again Hold on get an 8 second delay on here Nobody's heard it There we go We'll give you that one for
1: free Um, (laughs) Some other tweeters Hugh saying Yusvalharen Not there Again Time frames way way off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on that one so keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB oh, if anyone Hams, Ham's to the
3: best this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. if
1: anyone can verify Gordon Dale's claim that he was quicker than Martin Boyle I will absolutely take that as well Aidan Fitzpatrick's gone off injured for Hill Wes McDonald is on it's a bit of a reshuffle there uh, several Rangers chances in quick succession one of the, those with the balls bouncing around I think Wright and Raskin Uh, amongst those it eventually goes wide and now there is a VAR check for a potential handball Philippe Clement's first Um, since arriving (coughs) I think Hibbs feel that the hand was close enough to the side I think it was maybe Joe Newell and it
2: is play on so there we go well anyway it's very positive uh, from Rangers perspective I know that Jack Butland has been called into action once or twice but if you're Philippe Clement and uh, you're dealing with players who were last seen being booed off the park a fortnight ago, then you have to be reasonably pleased with the progress of the game so far you quite simply
1: have to take wins and move on yeah. until such that you know if we're talking about five days in how much of the style can you see that argument gets a lot less scrutiny if you're on a six seven game winning run
4: yeah. I think that's the most important. <laughs> um, it's okay going, well, we've seen some small changes, but we lost this afternoon or we drew. It's all about winning and then build from there because he's got the same players until January. Uh, he's got the luxury now that there's a few... He's he's sort of a number one pick's probably coming back. The likes of Cantwell and people like that. So... Um, I think it's just a case of make sure you win first and foremost and if you can add
2: little bits to to please the Rangers supporters then move on. If you take it step by step the priority is to win today reduce the gap between Celtic and Rangers to four points and see how Celtic get on at Tynecastle tomorrow. Now in actual fact since Ange Postacoglu lost at Tynecastle in his very first game as Celtic manager Celtic are beaten hearts Nine times on the bounce since then Not, Scored 24 yeah, goals I, Lost 8 I think only What is it th- Four of them Three or four At Tynecastle Four at Tynecastle but, um, but it does suggest A superiority exists uh, Rangers In a pretty
1: Rigid four-four-two shape When off the ball When pressing So Lammers has gone up With Dessels They're the two that are Are leading it if you like um, When Rangers are off the ball um, Hibs are trying to sort of come back at it But really it's Rangers that have had the most of the attacking play so far But
2: you have to commend Nick Montgomery For coming with uh, this, his team set out as they are People go on, certain Rangers fans in particular Go on about teams who come to park the bus And they're fed up looking at it But that's not Hibs' intention today The old 4
3: formation was Banished, wasn't it? You know, don't see it that often but That's like, just off the ball though Yeah, no I'm talking about Hibs I mean when you've got winners oh, sorry, Like sorry. Yuan and Boyle It's great playing them But If you're the two centre midfielders Diego and Newell you're Probably looking for a wee bit more help in there You always run the risk of just being overrun When Rangers have the ball But Fair play to them Keeping two up front Going all out attack Trying to get out Rangers But it's just not working for them This moment Can't believe they've had a bit of a Support for you Crazy mm. Catman The only well person I can crazy.
1: find supporting you Is the Crazy Catman So read into that what you want Um, He says I remember the Dazzler racing Alan Wells I was training that day as a youth Apparently And then he sent me a a link to Flojo's Wikipedia saying See not all athletics records are quicker now Than they were then Mm. I did say generally Cat man Come on Mm. Um, What I love
4: out there for me They know know the facts I'm getting picked on What's the chances of that
3: A guy that was training As a youth The day you were (laughs) (laughs) He's
4: probably got a sore neck Gone whoop
3: what did Alan Wells think of this when you hey, picked up I tell you
4: what he'd veins in his neck trying to go over a line he, he must knew... have thought what's my career came to don't, I'm don't get me wrong this. nobody I thought I was a bit cheeky with the suit and the, the Alan Wells <laughs> was the, the
2: shoes <laughs> <issues> on Andy <laughs> Murray of his day I mean when we won gold gold the Olympics so Alan Wells was the biggest guy uh, biggest was, name in Scotland he was built like oh.
1: Curious Creatures has actually sent some poetry in about it but I, th- I don't know I think I'll just give it a I think he'll give it a miss
4: it's just, it there's a few lines ach, in there
1: There's just some allegations about your private life that, ach, I don't know ach, Maybe later.
4: private life out there
1: Maybe later <laughs> I must, it's, we'll out there.
4: it's out there to be known We'll see how we get there's on secrets in the Dale household we? we will see how we get on
1: uh, No more goals to tell you about in our
4: three featured
1: matches i will keep you up to speed on anything significant that's happening down the divisions or elsewhere. How's the Palmerston Pep getting on? He I, win. I, can, I
2: think it's still nil Is mill, it still mill.
1: goalless? Would you take a draw? End that losing run? No, he's get got, to, the road? He got to win the day. Nah, take a draw.
4: His will soon be in that charity shot but next I'm to Wilson's. You've got to stop the, the rot. I think he would take, I think, take a draw. I think the big man's more ambitious. I think he's looking for a win.
2: You better be looking for a win. I'm assuming it is saying. still
1: goalless. So they're playing uh, uh, Annan. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't go to Annan with
2: ambition, it's only, it's only probably one of the grounds I've never ever been to. Oh, I've oh. been. Mm. Is it? I've
4: Gal- been. Who was it called? <laughs> What's the name? Uh, Galabank. 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 I've never been to Galabank.
2: Drop down, yeah. Cammy Bell. So let get a cup of tea. That's you.
1: A couple of things to tell you about. Clement is livid with the fourth official. Uh, as Yilmaz goes down under a challenge It's right in front of him Nothing's given There's a penalty to Livy For them to ah, get back Harry A Potter. foul on Sangari By Stuart Finlay And Sean Kelly Scored one against his brother In the last game Saw Kelly and Mbappé do the same In surreal fashion during the week uh, And now has the chance However VAR is checking it See, see this year
4: Nowadays right Penalty, penalty given. given The old days you used to go the same way right Because uh-huh. you didn't have people Done all mm. the stats on you Sevier now Apparently kick taker He scored two weeks ago mm. Do you You know that the goalie coaches tell him where he's went and then you d- Do you, you double bluff Do you double oh, bluff Or oh, do nightmare. you single bluff What do you do Or do you just Hit it down the middle It was
1: interesting We had Liam Kelly on the show And he said he, he knew Which way Mbappe was going to go mm-hmm. yeah. But he just He u- said he usually goes A little bit lower than that. <laughs> like So one week you're analysing your brother, uh, and the next week you're having to I analyse Kelly uh, and Mbappe. Uh,
2: I love this story about how he and Xander Clark known each other as kids because both their dads played for York Athletic. I thought from York Athletic to the European finals.
1: Sean Kelly does step up.
0: Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: Good game. Fraser Wishart's got in his hands there. We're level after 35 minutes. Kelly won. Livy won Dan Armstrong had opened the scoring But that's Sean Kelly penalty Ten minutes before the break Has pulled things level Rewind,
4: 35 minutes ago Mr. Wisher Oh, I don't think we'll get much of a football <laughs> game down here He's got the best game out of them all Well, it might still be rubbish to be no, fair No, it's but not One okay. end to goals penalty
1: kick. Hamilton Aki's won Edinburgh City nil Kyle McDonald Has opened the scoring there um, Philippe Clement. I know it's day one in the job but with that comes people probably obsessing over his every move just to find out what type of manager he is he's very so far certainly kind of active in the touchline trying to encourage players even if things aren't really going uh, to plan in certain actions but um, that's the initial impression we're getting from him whether that's first day enthusiasm or not we've all been there oh well you know, you know make more cups of tea than usual and try and be friendlier than usual and then it wears away after a few weeks.
2: Mm, I think he's going to be a big personality in our game, I think. Uh, You think so here? Yeah, I think so. I I mean, as I say, you can't just dismiss his backstory. The title's won in Belgium. the, The guy's... No but no one's, dismi- it no one's
1: dismissing it but The
2: Dazzler is No, well no, no, no I just no, no, no. asked
3: you, if,
1: you it's a, This is about guarantees though <laughs> As Kenny Miller Quite rightly pointed out Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Had won things as a manager Played at the Absolute elite as a player yeah. And had played for Rangers And lasted a year in the job So It's not about That It's about just as the, Not taking anything as a guarantee As the
2: Dazzler always says If there's a yin There must be a yang <laughs> <laughs> um, <what? laughs> I, I've never said that, but I'll certainly use it in the future.
1: Anyway, um, there is a bit of a rammy in the middle of the park. Fraser Fisher does have it all. Told you. Uh, there's a clash between Watson and Devlin. VAR is checking something. Ref hasn't made a decision yet, um, so we'll wait and see what the outcome of that is. Levy captain Mikey Devlin involved with the his younger counterpart. Um, of Kilmarnock VR is going to take a look.
2: I can confirm it's still zero zero. in <laughs> QoS. Mm, tragedy as he always loses the first goal.
4: <clears throat> mm. Do
1: you know what tomorrow is? Interesting. Sunday. Yes. <laughs> any any advance? Um, Since we're on the topic, maybe well, a year, VAR, a year VAR. to the day. It's happy birthday, Scottish football well. VAR. It's like we've known you all our lives. One year tomorrow Was the anniversary uh, Is the anniversary Sorry Um It was Hib St Johnson wasn't it On the Friday, Friday night, night yeah. And then it really Introduced itself With a bang At Tynecastle Castle um, yeah. As Hearts played Celtic So funnily enough Fitting as it may be We've got a repeat Of that fixture on Sunday But tomorrow This weekend One year Since Scottish football Introduced
2: VAR And you can put your last dollar on it there'll be a VAR controversy at Tyne Castle tomorrow to celebrate the anniversary it was official incompetency a year ago both involving the man Nick Walsh who was in the middle and those who worked VAR it was a shambles Mm.
1: yeah I don't think it went well it was certainly incident packed but handball was the one that caused probably the main issue that day Mark with Michael Michael Smith Smith. and I think to be fair I think the It's never going to clear itself up But I feel like the handball Bar has changed slightly it's, I think it has for this season We saw some like really Really difficult ones last season I feel like they've at least attempted To make the You know to make the, the bar for it a little bit
3: yeah, higher Yeah you'd think so So you know things have moved on And I think like a year down the line from now We'll be in a better place It's never going to be perfect that day But you know, the referee himself on the day must have been thinking, I could have done with mm. a lot smoother afternoon than I got. Um But we will get there. There is always going to be decisions that everybody disagrees on, even when we've got VAR, but I think, like you say, clearing things up, making a clearer picture for us is, is the ones watching in is going to help the process. And we'll, we'll get even better as the year goes on.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's... Six years down the line In the English Premier League And we had the mother yeah, of all yeah, yeah, You know that, yeah. Disasters this season really Didn't we So let's um, Let's what just What happened see. to
2: the The SFA's request For clarification Of what went on in Spain? Good question Hugh Keevans Good question I mean I've they, Not heard they, it yet They must have it by this time Yeah I'm not actually sure Or what
4: are the they trying, that was trying Trying to think up a good one mm. They're waiting for the anniversary <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> I think when you see mistakes In other leagues It doesn't doesn't really change anything. It doesn't. It doesn't make you feel better about mistakes here. But what it should probably do is cause you to take a step back and say, "Hugh, it is the main issue really overall?" You know, is VAR, is VAR bad for the game? Is is that the actual focus rather than, "Oh, look at this mistake this
2: Scottish ref I, made"? I, because you, you just it feels like you just see baffling things everywhere. I respect every man's opinion. My personal opinion is it's bad for the game. I don't think. Managers like it. I don't think players like it. I think that there is—you get the impression that when a goal is scored, somebody back at whatever it's called, Clydesdale House, whatever it's called,
1: or it, or anywhere though, like yeah, as I said, UEFA's it, headquarters yeah, or Stockley, somebody, Park or
2: whatever. somebody is going over the goal with a fine tooth comb to think of a way to disallow it, and that for me is not what the game's all about. And it, for me personally. I think if you had a referendum You would find that the vast majority of supporters Think VAR has spoiled the game Yeah happy birthday Scottish Mm. football's VAR
1: for tomorrow Hope you get something nice Uh, What have we got here Something else Uh, Jamesy's on Twitter He says five things faster than Daz (laughs) Cheetah One one being stuck in the mud Two the slow-mo on my phone Three Oh my deed dug He says come oh, on my Come on oh, Faster than his deed dug uh, oh. Four Watching water evaporate And five Martin Boyle
3: tell you what he's quick at though he's, he's, he's got all the answers
1: But crazy Catman Has given you serious backing he's, Well done the cat Keep at, it coming He was at a Scotland training camp And he's thrown in names of people That could verify that There you go But,
3: but he the raised. guy was also
1: At a Scotland training camp Hold yeah. on Luckily, we don't need to go down that road because I've got something more important to tell you about.
0: Goal Flashes with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: Goal. Kilmarnock they're back in front 2-1 up against Livy and this time it is Kyle Vassell must have heard Mark Wilson say that he doesn't score enough goals before the game and he's got one the Killy captain it was a free header Dan Armstrong who scored the first turns provider free kick 8 yard header Kyle Vassell thank you very much says Derek McInnes and Killy should take that 2-1 lead into the break
2: well so far so good but this is David Martindale and Livy we're talking and about And so. VAR is checking Yes, out. Ah there we go, I told you every time a goal is scored Somebody is looking for a way <sighs> to disallow it I know
1: that all sounds dramatic and exciting And I actually don't fully disagree But every goal does get checked So it's kind of on the tin with that So we'll wait and see What we should do is this though before yep. we move on
0: The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk For the best football news and opinion online
2: given by the way If you could read your question Six Belgians have played For Celtic or Rangers Since 2014 They are Dedrick Boyata Charlie Massonda Jason Denier Bolly Bolling Golly As we all know Logan By And Nicholas
1: Raskan I'll Tell you what Some sneaky names on there An easy one in Raskan Who's still at the club Of course Or at one of those clubs But well done If you got them all right A really good effort Third place was Chris Fish Well done to Chris Second place was Token Jester And the winner was Michael Donati Well done to you three A very very good Who am I Coming up in the second half The Palmerston Pep The team talk has changed It's Annan Nil Queen of the South won Gavin Riley Back in the team today And he's repaid Marvin Bartley With the goal
3: That's what he needed He said to me last week I just need some of my Bigger players back And I'll be okay And he's right on that one Good on him. By the way, Daz on the <laughs> teaser there. Happy with that? He got two of the best names. He got Bay and Masonda at the you end. You got Masonda. But, but the yeah. way Gordon, the way he said to me Masonda, and he just kind of shrugged like, might be. Well, I'm <laughs> the <with> two
4: <you. laughs> Where did you Feel Masonda, okay. friend? Hold on a minute. Where's my phone? I don't know. Uh, do, uh, but that say, I mean, that is can, knowledge. I unless unless Dan through the the glass here is writing stuff and showing me. You tell me. You got out. a Misonda. You is knew that Belgian Missonda was Belgian. Hundred percent. You asked me that on Tuesday night. And beat the What's Bunda his first I'll name? Charlie. Charlie. Oh,
2: don't give me You just gave him his <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 Incidentally, whatever happened to him? Where did he end up? Well, Dazo know, knows because Dazo knows everything about ah, Misonda.
4: Where is he? Back, back in Ghent, in Belgium. He's in the
1: road. Yeah, I think he went downhill very quickly. Was yeah. it? Because yeah. was he not the one when? Celtic signed him yeah. Brendan Rodgers said Real Madrid wanted yes, him or something that, like that that was the very yeah. chap yeah. and then everyone very quickly googled and found out or accused that he hadn't actually played against Real Madrid as Brendan Rodgers had suggested anyway he was last seen it in Greece somewhere I think had a brief spell at Levante last season oh, really? still decent no Cyprus, in Cyprus like sorry no, I no. would no. have Cyprus. that he's in oh. Cyprus somewhere he'll, be,
4: he'll retire
1: in his hometown Oh, look at this. Right on cue for the first half teaser. We've got a Belgian who's scored.
0: Goal flashes, Goal flashes. with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: Nicholas Raskan, 25, 30 yards out. He's found the back of the net from distance. And that really puts a different complexion on things. A first half-time team talk for Philippe Clement, a 2-0 victory, to state the absolute obvious is very different uh, from a a 1-0 lead, Hugh. That makes it feel a lot more comfortable for him going in.
2: Yeah, you're scoring at a time when they're going to get an ovation going off the park and they're going to feel 10 feet tall and him subconsciously thinking we're in bother here. Uh, so it could not be better for Philippe Clement. And, you know, the, the debate will be at five o'clock. Why were they not able to play with this against Aberdeen two mm-hmm. weeks ago, where they capitulated? Rangers, you know, the, the, the the banners then came out about heartless, passionless, and know, whatever the third word was. Uh, but now they've up with a performance.
1: There is a check for an offside in the build-up remember you have to check the attacking phase of play so from the moment that Rangers sort of went on the attack did anything take place within that phase Um, oh it now looks like it's for a possible foul anyway it's complete and the goal has been given Nicholas Raskan's first ever goal for Rangers puts them 2-0 up heading into the break. It is half time in our featured championship match with David Friel.
9: Half time. Gordon and Patrick Thistle nulled United one. We said earlier on, league leaders in the United are out to make a statement. I think they're doing that so far. Craig Sybil's goals put them ahead at the break. They have been the better team. Jim Goodwin side are up for this one. Ross to midfield against his former club. He's really setting the tone. They've been a yard sharp, and I think they'll probably feel there's more goals in this them Thistle did improve in the last 10 minutes, but we need to be much better in the second half. United should have taken the lead in 10 minutes. Tony Watt, great turning pass, sent Glenn Middleton through. United winger went for power. Jamie Sneddon the Thistle goal, made a really good save. But from the resultant corner, United did take the lead. Middleton's corner found Craig Sybil completely unmarked at the back post. He took a touch fired it through bodies into the bottom corner He did kept pushing for a second, Kai following him, he's been really bright, he was unlucky with a low effort, Tony Watt also grazed the bar up the other end, Brian Graham's been pretty frustrated by a lack of service, he's an ongoing battle with Declan Gallagher, nothing's been given in that one Stephen Lawless has probably been Thistle's best player, he did get a shot on target after a jinking run but Jack Walton saved and then just before the break, Harry Millon also fired one wide, so good half so far half time, Partick nilled and one
1: so good start to that one for Dundee United Still no half-time whistle elsewhere I think there was four minutes added on at Rugby Park That was about three minutes ago So we shouldn't be too far away there um, We'll get a half-time from Ibrooks, Where I'm sure the Rangers fans are certainly going to be pleased With the scoreline uh, And we'll find out what they made of the performance Afterwards on the open line So get your thoughts ready uh, And give us a call there um, But so far so good for your old team Dundee United Mark
3: Wilson yeah and you've got to say it's been a good start to the season Hugh was right they need to get out that division and they've started very well Half time at Ibrooks, Andrew and Roger
5: Rangers 2 Hibs 0 the half time score and these fans at Ibrooks. they applaud the team off the pitch after seeing the signs that they were hoping to under new manager Philip Clobon you may be able to hear boos around me, those aren't for the Rangers players, those are for the officials, that's quite common in Scottish football, though the home side did look the more positive in attack, Sam Lammers had the strike from the edge of the box very early on, that one was deflected wide, Abdallah Sima he couldn't sort his feet out then, after being played in well by Borna Barisic Barisic then was forced off, injured with what looked like a quad injury it was Ridvan Nilmaz that came on from him that was just before Jack Butland made a routine save from Dilla Venta. the ball bounced up nicely for the striker but it was into the hands of the Rangers goalkeeper Hibbs also had an opening from a Lewis Miller long throw it bounced around the Rangers box before it was eventually gathered by Jack Butland then at the other end, it was Cyril Dessers with a volley. That one was on target. Wasn't an easy opportunity, though. James Tavernier's cross was behind him. He had to try and reset his body. Didn't get enough power. That one was saved by David Marshall. That was all within the first 17 minutes. And that was when Rangers ended up getting the first goal of the Philip Clement era. Abdallah Seema, he was set away. Good pace to get to the edge of the box but he still had plenty to do because he was at an angle but what a finish low and hard Across goal into the bottom corner and that one made it 1-0 chances did dry up a bit after that a few Rangers players getting shots away in the same sequence at one point the ball banding around the box but uh, eventually that one dribbled wide after a few shots were blocked and saved, then out of nowhere just before half time Nicholas Raskin and what a goal it was as well, he was about 25 or 30 yards out, the ball dropped in nicely, took a touch looked up and with his right foot drilled it low and hard into the bottom corner David Marshall couldn't get there and what a way to mark his first Rangers goal, but I'm sure Philip Klawan will be happy with what he's seen from his team so far, the half time score, Rangers 1 Rangers 2, sorry, Pibbs, Nell and Roger Hannah alongside me. What will the biggest takeaways that the fans will have from that 45 minutes so far? Well,
6: the fans in Philip Clement, Andrew could not have asked for any more. Abdallah Seema, sixth goal in seven games. He is emerging as a real goal threat for Rangers. And Nicholas Ruskin, his fellow Belgian, a first goal for the club after nine months. Here at Ibrox It's waited long and weary to get it I thought David Marshall should have done better It's from a long way out He went down very slowly And he just sneaked in at the corner But it's a really, really promising start for Rangers There was a Tifo in the Brumlin Road stand before kick-off Asking for everything from everyone And I think the fans have got everything from everyone so far Jack Butlin again, look composed when Hibbs had anything to throw at him, Rangers have been the better, they've pressed high, it's an interesting tactical switch, you oh, pointed out during the first half of Lamo's up ball very ball high ball alongside ball Dessers ball. and Rangers in a, in a rigid 4-4-2 when they do press as Philip Clement said yesterday, he's not Harry Potter with a magic wand but the Rangers fans will be happy with the spell he's cast in this first half
5: yeah, it certainly was. A bit of magic from Nicholas Raskin towards the end of that game as well, or the end of that half, I should say. There is still 45 minutes to go, but the opening 45 minutes of the Philip Clement era certainly will have pleased these fans inside Ibrox. The half-time score, Rangers 2, heads nil.
1: What about Rugby Park then, Fraser Wishart?
8: up 2, Livingston 1, a slow start to the half, but it became really lively in the last 20 minutes, Been pretty physical, really fast-paced, lots going on on the field of play. Kelly ahead through goals but Dan Armstrong and Kyle Vassell. Either side of it, Sean Kenny Kelly penalty for Livingston. The third minute, Levy the best chance of the early period. It was an inswinging free kick by Sean Kelly and about eight yards out, free header, he should have done much better than head the ball, about a yard wide, but pretty scrappy from both sides, not much real good football, till the opener, on 17 minutes, and Daba made really good ground on the left hand side, his cross picked out Watson, who missed his volley completely, but fortunately for Kamarok, the ball fell to Dan Armstrong, who hit a first time low, left foot shot, and went into the net, off Sean Kelly, into the corner of Sean George's net, almost two, a minute later, Michael Devlin dallied in the ball, he was robbed by Kev who was clean through, would he shoot, would he square to Watkins, he did, Neither. He overran the ball and was tackled by De Lucas, Lovely tackle by the big centre back. 24 minutes, Armstrong almost made it in two. This time he went on the outside. His low right foot shot across the goalkeeper, pushed away by George. Plenty of bodies trying to get in at the end of it, but cleared by Michael Devlin, And Inversell was just wide from 20 yards. Polworth, 20 yard shot deflected just over as Kelly Dominic. But against the run a play, 35 minutes, Livingston equalised from the penalty spot. Mose and Gary got onto a loose ball in the penalty box first before Stuart Finley. The big defender was actually trying to clear the ball and the levy player was stead it was kicked by Finley and Sangari went down, the referee gave a penalty rightly and Sean Kelly stepped up to put the ball to Dempsey's right and sent the goalkeeper the wrong way Watson Devlin then booked for a clash in midfield referee Craig Napier really been tested in this physical game before in the 42nd minute, Kelly regained the lead with a simple goal we've seen it so often for Kilmarnock free kick on the right hand side, Dan Armstrong with a left footed free kick lovely in swinging ball, in behind the back four Calversell stooped 8 yards out to head Past George Lowe into the left hand corner Really poor marking by Livingston I think David Martindale won't be happy And he might look to his bench quickly as he been second best so far But Kelly deservedly ahead at half time A good game to watch here Half time 2, Livingston 1
1: And we'll do a full round up of the half time scores next
0: The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Halftime scores around the country. The weather has caused some havoc. We do have a reduced fixture card in the Premiership and beyond. But if I do give you uh, the scores as things stand at the moment there's enough to get our teeth into the big game at Ibrox Philippe Clement's first game in charge it's Rangers 2 Hibs 0 elsewhere Kilmarnock 2 Livingston 1 the three other matches Ross County St Mirren St Johnstone Motherwell and Aberdeen Dundee all postponed in the Championship Dumfermline 0 Ayr United 1 and Partick Thistle 0 Dundee United 1 those are the only two again which survive the weather in League 1 Alowa 1 Kelty Hearts 1 Annan Athletic 0 Queen of the South 1 Hamilton Ackies 1 Edinburgh City 0 and Stirling Albion 1 Falkirk 1 In League 2 Bonnie Rig Rose 1 Clyde 2 East Fife 2 Stranraer 0 and the Spartans 0 Dumbarton nil. finally the English Premier League full time result, Liverpool 2 Everton 0, at the break Bournemouth 1, Wolves 0 Brentford 1, Burnley 0, Man City 2, Brighton 0 Newcastle 3, Crystal Palace 0 and Nottingham Forest 0 Luton 0, the second halves are coming up next